Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you, depending on when you've tuned in to watch this recording, this edition of Hypnosis Week Live, with myself, Alex William Smith, by birth, but better known to many of you as Jonathan Royal, the British bad boy of hypnosis of MagicalGuru.com. I'm delighted to welcome uh, an amazing guest for what is episode 59 of the video broadcast, but is actually episode number one of season two for the audio podcast that we've just managed to get live. And if you've not seen the audio podcast yet, or rather listen to it, go to hypnosisweek.com and the link's just been added there because that's only gone live in the past sort of seven days. So please welcome to this week's show a gentleman who's based in England. He is a highly successful hypnotherapist. He also does what arguably can be called stage and street hypnosis in certain contexts. And he is about to this Sunday, because this is being recorded for the record on the 5th of May 2020. And this Sunday, uh, the 10th of May 2020, this gentleman is going to be running a massive, monumentally huge, worldwide, online, interactive (laughs) hypnotherapy, anti-anxiety event that he's going to tell you more about during this interview so please welcome to the show mr chris hughes how are you doing sir not too bad how are you i'm great thanks yeah now look we're gonna we are gonna get on to what is everyone's gonna be sharing hashtag social trance we'll get on to that very very shortly but before we do because this is hypnosis week and a lot of the viewers will be in some area of the psychological (laughs) talking therapies There was a time when you weren't a hypnotist. What is your journey that brought you to where you are now? That's quite an interesting one, actually. Um, Yeah, I think it all all started with me. Like like it probably does with a lot of people is uh, you you see it. You see something like a stage. So I think I was at at university at the time. I was in Manchester. We had some guy came on, uh, turned up the student union, hypnotised a load of people. They all did crazy stuff. It wasn't you by any chance, was it, Jonathan? I don't think so. Yeah, but, well, yeah, um, I did Manchester University a lot. It could have been. But, uh, but anyway, I, I at the time kind of thought it was all just, you know, I, I, I didn't really know what to think about it. But I thought it was something I wanted to have a look at. And it kind of sat in the back of my head for a few years. And then, and then I eventually bumped into some guy who was training to be a hypnotist um and he stuck my hand to my face uh using just suggestion and i just was laughing my head off thinking this is absolutely hysterical um and that kind of made me want to you know start to understand you know how the hell is this happening you know what's going on um i want to be able to do this i want to do this at the pub you know that's that's the kind of thought process i had so i started looking around like a lot of people and there's there's a hundred and one ways of doing everything. And and the problem is you can, I suppose, when, you, when you're starting this, you can get to a point where you get information overload, as you know, Jonathan, you get absolute information overload. There's people telling you to do it this way. There's people telling you to do it that way. And it just, and you end up going, I have no idea. I've got all this information, but I've got no idea really where I need to start. Mm-hmm. So uh, I kind of started with my own little sort of, bits and pieces started playing with it myself and um i had this guy who was 15 he used to come around and and mow my grass and after reading a bit about doing some hypnosis i i'd sort of say to him hey 
do you fancy doing a bit of relaxation? I mean, I wouldn't say hypnosis because that's probably scary. But I always went down there, let's do a bit of relaxation, just a bit of relaxation. It made you feel great. So I'd I'd sit him down in a chair and I would uh, talk to him about it. And and I just noticed that he started going into this kind of suggestible state as such. Um, and I managed to stick his hand to his leg, the same as somebody had done to me, obviously to my face. And he just started laughing his head off. And I, and I was laughing my head off. This is absolutely brilliant. And it kind of grew from there. And then and then uh, after a few weeks, he said, uh, do you think you could stop me smoking? So, you know, I, I jumped online. I Googled some anti-stop smoking stuff. Just thought, sod it. We'll have a go, see what happens. And he stopped smoking, believe it or not. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. Um, and then... Um, and then, and then he then spoke to a few of his friends. A couple of his friends then wanted to come round and and have a go and stop smoking. Then what happens is you go into this mode, which I like to call the God mode, where you believe that suddenly you could do absolutely anything, right? And you believe for some weird reason this thing goes up in your head where you believe you can hypnotize anybody, and I mean anybody, and. You just wait because what happens is somebody will then completely set you up to fail and embarrass the hell out of you in front of an awful lot of people. Uh, and that brings you crashing back down to ground. Uh, and I've I've met a lot of people in the past who've done exactly that. They've 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 had a bit of success, they've they've, they've got into this mode of being able to supposedly hypnotize everybody. Mm-hmm. Somebody's embarrassed the hell out of them, and then they've just never done it again. I think it's a it's a real shame. Uh, but you learn when these people are trying to set you up. And it's always the people who are who are really, I suppose, they're, they're enthusiastic about being hypnotized. And, 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 you know, they're just doing it because they want to make you look like a complete idiot, you know. So uh, and then, of course, that then that journey just kept kept going. More people started to, to want to see me. And then somebody said, you could help me control my eating and. And and it just grew from there. Um, and as you know, that, that's kind of how it starts. It it just it so progressive. Before, I mean, I know the answers to a lot of these questions, but the viewers and listeners at home probably don't. Uh, although you would do if you go to the link that will be underneath this video or underneath the audio podcast, which will be the various websites that get mentioned, including uh, Chris's main one and also the one for social trans. But you, before you got into hypnosis, you worked in sound studios and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah. from the age of about 14, 15, I was uh, hanging out in recording studios, uh, engineering for bands. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I did. You know, I, I, I mentioned I that because I, I, I think there's a lot of, well, the more I've been interviewing people for these shows, uh, Glenn Harold. Uh, Britain's biggest selling audio self-help author, for example, mm. he comes from a music um, background, was in a band and stuff. And there's a lot of I'm coming across more and more people that had some involvement in music before they got into. I've got all my the music gear here. There's my there's my, there's my mixing desk. I've got my yeah. keyboard. Can you see this all around? Because me, I mean, McKenna is an example. He was a DJ before he was a hypnotist. I'm coming across more and more people. I think it, it's, call it synchronicity, coincidence, whatever. But I think that people who've had a musical involvement on some level 
Um, not have more of a chance naturally with slightly less effort becoming a good hypnotist because music is about rhythms and yeah. composition and stuff and so is a good hypnotic induction and suggestions yeah it's a bit like it's a bit like most people can sing but whether they're a singer is a different thing altogether do you know what I mean uh, there's a difference between be, being able to sing and being a singer. You know, somebody who's a singer is something like Adele, but I know a few girls who can sing a tune in, in tune. The thing is, you, you can learn that, but whether you're actually good at delivering it is is is, is something that I think you, you kind of, you, you are either good at or you're not, um, you know, and, and I think that's very important, especially when delivering, you know, the induction or suggestions and all the other bits and pieces, you know. I also suspect when people, people, there'll be a lot of people watching, listening to this who I've already heard of you <clears throat> for reasons that we'll come to very shortly. They most likely will have done or moment we mention that, that ties in with what's happening this weekend. They'll go, oh, that's the guy. But before we get to that, um, I also think for people who go looking, they'll go, oh, here he is with such and such a reality TV star. Here he is with such and such another reality TV star. Oh, here he is with this other TV star. Has that come about partly because, you know, the whole sound recording industry and stuff, the social circles, as it were, is that through social networking that you've come into these circles and ended up? Um, been doing, you know, therapy and hypnosis in those kind of circles. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit of both. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't do an awful lot of videos. I I don't really. I've I've done I've done a few bits of kind of like ad hoc on the street style stuff, just because you know I feel that the people need to see people need to see something happen in order to to even open their eyes to the idea of hypnotherapy. You know, hypnotherapy to film is the most boring thing on the planet. But most people, their only introduction to hypnosis is through seeing somebody forget the name or, or having somebody have their hands stuck together. Just something simple. So I tend to like to stick to that sort of really simple stuff. Um, and and the thing is, through, through being invited to events uh, to do demonstrations, I like to call them demonstrations more of than you know, I it's, it's not really a show, a hypnosis show as such. I don't I don't really get a load of chairs out and do that whole sort of thing. I tend to kind of try and make it educational, but fun at the same time. So so the idea being that, that when they leave, they understand, you know, what's the best way to find a hypnotherapist? What are the best websites to look at? You know, what is the process? Don't just go and see a hypnotherapist just because they've got a nice website. Ask to speak to somebody they've spoke, you know, they've they, they've done work with. Get a referral if you can. So I sort of mix it all together. And through that, I've been invited to, you know, a lot of these charity dues. And I and I end up just giving my time for free in the evening. Uh, but then a lot of the other ones, um, you know, for example, pe pe people like Sean Williamson, you know, Barry from EastEnders, you know, he'll openly say how I've I've helped him several times with bits and pieces. If you're not um, in England, tap into YouTube, EastEnders, Sean Williamson or Barry EastEnders, yeah. and then you'll know exactly who. He's a big star out here. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, people. So, so a lot of them you see me with, 
I'm either with them because they've done therapy and I've ended up being invited to somewhere with them. That's that is normally the case. Uh, but then but then a lot of them are just just people that I've met from other people and we've done events together and we've raised money for charity, that sort of thing. You know, um, you know, I tend to I do tend to keep myself to myself as a, a little bit, but I do like to, to get out there if, if I've got any any sort of chance to promote hypnotherapy i will do that uh because i because i believe as a you know as 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 it's it's a therapy that's completely underused um i i completely disagree that that you can't have fun with hypnosis and be a therapist at the same time um a lot of therapists seem to think that you know even doing a little bit of stuff on the street is wrong and and, and it is but 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 the sad thing is unless you do that nobody will know you exist nobody will know that hypnotherapy uh, you know is something that can help you i mean i've done a show before and i've had somebody you know forget their name and off the back of that i've had people come up to me and go well if you can get her to forget her name maybe you can help me with this issue i've had for 20 years with with dogs you know yeah and and, and and that that's the beauty of it, you know. We need we need to keep the both, you know. Um, we we need we need to we need to promote hypnotherapy and hypnosis in a positive way, using using education and and the entertainment side, but but keep it keep it serious but entertaining, you know. Find that middle ground, um, and and it works great. It works great for my business. It works great for everybody else. Let's not forget, for viewers and listeners, this will upset some, I'm sure, just as what you just said probably will upset one or two, is stuck in the mud, brainwashed by the way they've been taught. But without stage hypnotists, there probably wouldn't be a hypnotherapy industry now. Uh, you know, um, off the top of my head, Gil Boyne was a stage hypnotist, the cowboy hypnotist. Alma McGill was a stage hypnotist, but these are massive names in the hypnotherapy world. Dave Alman was a stage hypnotist. I would even argue Milton Erickson was a stage hypnotist. He certainly took a perverse delight in going doing public demonstrations and showing off what he did to crowds. Yeah. Arguably, that is the same. Uh, Tom Silver is, Paul McKenna, we know. Uh, you, you go through, without stage hypnotists, we probably wouldn't have, have an industry now. And yet, it's sad that some of these boys' clubs... I, I won't mention names, but clubs that get you to pay yearly membership fees, because then that means you're clearly yeah. a, a skilled therapist, um, allegedly, have rules that say you're not allowed to associate stage hypnosis with your therapy practice. Yeah. So, nonsense. I, as far as I'm concerned, people can take me as I am. If you don't like it, you can just... Yeah, you know, go and find somebody else who who sits in a room all the time. Never, you know. I mean, it's a classic example. I mean, it's like it's like I get invited to a lot of barbecues. Well, I did before we get locked down, and, and I know why. It's invite him to the barbecue. You'll have a couple of drinks. You never know. You might do some. You, you might do a bit of entertainment at the end, you know, because because as soon as you tell people you're a hypnotist, yeah. First thing they're gonna say is, do you think you can hypnotize me? And you don't want to go. Um, sorry, I'm a I'm a therapist. I only I only do that stuff in the office. It's like, okay, you know, it's it's very kind of end of conversation. Yeah. A lot of people do do that, Lord, don't they, Chris? But there again, a lot of those are probably the ones who uh, are quite often moaning in groups on social media that they're not getting enough clients. Yeah, 
Yeah, the issue is, is we get lazy. Well, what happens is, is you you start off doing this, you, you get all fired up, you learn the rapid inductions, you learn the instant stuff, you learn all the fun stuff as part of your training. And then and then you get to the point where you're sat in an office and somebody comes in. And and, I, and I've even found myself saying it in the past. You say to yourself, right, I'm, I'm going to do a rapid induction. And then they sit down and you're all fired up to do it. And then you just suddenly say, OK, just close your eyes <laughs> because you kind of just you know you've suddenly just lost the balls to do it sort of thing you know and it's it's we need to be mindful of that you know hypnosis should be fun you know a therapy session should be fun you know you know don't get lazy use use all the different tools you've got in your box because the thing is if you don't you end up just doing the same thing over and over and over again and um you know and and yeah that's just just my personal view on it, of course. Hey, I couldn't agree more. And at which point then you start, you may not consciously be aware, but people can end up getting a sort of, I don't know if I'm going to use the word boredom, despondency, boredom, groundhog dayness about it. And even not at a conscious level, but they could be transmitting that in the voice tone and body language. And you see it so often yeah. on social media, therapists going, Oh, I don't know why this technique's worked for years, but suddenly it's not working. So they start seeking out other causes for a new wonder technique, where really, which then starts working for them wonderfully when they've done that course. So they think that must mean there was something wrong with the other technique. And I think it's what you've just said, that basically they probably got bored, despondent mm. and lazy with it. And you that's why it's not working. Lazy. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So ten years ago, I'm jumping. Yeah, off. ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we met. It is just. It is around ten years ago. Um. Yeah. It was January, so it's ten years and what three months, four months. Yeah. It yeah. Was just over. It was just over. Yeah. But we met uh, in Rochdale, but transparency yeah. template in, in physical. Uh, terms and then you were setting up what is social trance socialtrance.com links below this video and audio podcast very important because this sunday the 10th of may 2020 is the next social trance event um which chris will explain in a moment but we're starting off 10 years ago you came up with this idea um for the viewers and listeners who don't know Obviously, I do. Uh, and a lot of the people listening or watching probably already do. All the alarm bells are about to go off in a minute. They'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that. What was social trance? Because it did kind of, it went worldwide. Yeah, I mean, I mean, social trance was, was funny. I, I hadn't been on Twitter long. Uh, I was just starting my, my Twitter Twitter sort of social media at the time and, and social media wasn't particularly big at the time I mean it was kind of coming along uh, there certainly wasn't any live streaming there was no live YouTube there was none of that uh, and a few people on Twitter said to me hey Chris do you think you could just do something live so that we can have a go you know and I thought well what the hell why don't I just set up a little website and uh, see if we can get a few people to register um, so I start doing this and then literally it just starts getting more. There's just more and more people. And um, and then uh, I thought, well, oh, God, I'm, I'm actually going to have to do this. <laughs> so, uh, so I thought, well, how am I going to do it? So I, 
So I contacted a, a company called, I think they were called Stream UK, and they were like an online web streaming service, because that's all it was. If you wanted to stream live on the internet, you had to pay for it. Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we can do it. It won't cost you an awful lot of money. It'll be fine, whatever. So anyway, it then hits the, the Daily Telegraph, I think it then hit. And it started then just going mad because because everybody sort of grabs content from, from the Daily Telegraph website and it just started just to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, and yeah, it just it just it just went completely mental. Uh, then I think it was I, I remember the Sunday night before the event on the Monday, um, I was sat on the sofa and literally just just casually going through the channels, uh, went over to, to Sky News and Sky News were doing a papers review. And I was well, I'd, I basically had the whole of page three of the Independent. And there was these two guys talking about how what I was doing could be extremely dangerous and, and how is he going to make sure that nobody's got any psychological problems and all this sort of stuff, which, of course, just meant more people wanted to do it. Uh, on, on the day of the event, uh, the web server crashed. Uh, everything went down because there were just too many people trying to access it. Um, but the one thing I remember from that event is the sheer amount of hate that I got from hypnotherapists. I had. You certainly uh, didn't from me, Chris. I, I was fully on board with you at all. How brilliant it was. It was. Yeah, no, it, 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 not from you. I just meant it was, there was so much kind of like, how dare Jealousy. you do this? Why, you were jealous. Why you yeah, yeah um, there was, uh, the, the classic thing is, um, I, yeah, I, I, I remember I got, I got invited to um, a radio interview uh, on some radio station in the Isle of Wight and, and I went yeah okay fine I'll dial in because I think I'd just previously done one live on South African radio so it was, it was a really random day because I, I had my friends Mick with me and we were we were literally scheduling in five minutes slot don't realize if you go on Google and you type in Chris Hughes social trans or Chris Hughes hashtag social trans and search, and if need be, add in the year 2010 as well. You will find articles in newspapers, magazines, on blogs, uh, on websites, on a worldwide scale. Uh, and you'll find videos as well. Um, one that made me laugh, I think it was either Chinese or Japanese TV. And rather than interview Chris... They'd made like a cartoon bloody character animated version of him that was explaining how it was going to work. It, it, bizarre, I don't know. It made sense to their viewers, but it literally did. We talk about viral stuff now, but bear in mind this was 10 years ago. And as Chris said, there wasn't live streaming then. So the whole, this whole concept of it being a live streaming hypnotherapy. Hashtags were something that Twitter users invented at the time in order that, that meant when we searched for stuff, we could try and find stuff that was relevant. You know? yeah. That whole world exists. Anyway, going back to what I said about the Isle of Wight thing. Um, uh, so I get, I get called onto this, this interview and, and, you know, it's like you're, you're sat on the phone waiting to, come, waiting, to, waiting to go on air. Oh, come on air. And, and this woman goes, yes, we've got Chris Hughes here talking about his event. And, um, 
and then uh, they have their local hypnotherapist in the studio with oh, them. and he's talking as if I'm not there doing the whole you know um, well, well I think that what Chris is doing completely smacks of self-promotion <laughs> and all this kind of stuff and you think well, what's wrong with yeah, I know, but but the stupid thing is, is is I was kind of thinking, well, why are all these hypnotherapists going on their local radio station saying, hey, this event's going on, but but I also do a similar thing. I'm in your area, you know, I do hypnotherapy. Why wasn't people, you know, using it as a way of of because of promoting- brain dead? I did yeah. exactly that in so much well similar. I contact you and said, look, cover yourself under the bloody laws. Put this on the bottom. And and then I went around going, hey, I've given some legal advice towards social trance. What about hashtag social trance? Still getting sign-ups for your site. But it then was attracting, it did get me therapy clients in my area. As you say, if they'd have thought, rather than attacking, rather than being jealous, rather than being, oh, dear, the person who taught me therapy says you can't do things like this, realised that they could use the positive publicity you were getting to at the same time as saying, go, take part in this online event, but if it doesn't fully help you as much as you would like, come and see your local therapist. That's all they needed to do, and they could have all been... I mean, the, the funny thing is, is some of the some of the understandings around hypnosis are so... I mean, even now, they're, they're still not really that well understood. I, I remember I got an email from... I think it was the Christian Fellowship of Something Something group in America. And they they wanted me to send them an email assuring that none of their members would be affected by this if they were on Facebook during the time of the event. You know, I mean, it's 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 bizarre because, you know, obviously they they actually believed that, that that being on Facebook was enough. You know, <laughs> uh, no, as we know, people have to actively participate. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Which, I mean, so it's in when the social trance event, you said a site crash. So you ended up having to record it as a recall, didn't you? And then put it out as a sort of replay. I ended up, I ended up doing a live bit and then, and then, um, uh, yeah, I mean, literally recorded it and, and, and put it down. But but actually, the the recording was done the day before due to the fact that uh, the legal threats that I was getting is is what stopped me from doing the hypnosis part live. So I ended up doing, I did I did like a live introduction to hypnosis, hypnotherapy, explained you know where the best places to go to get hypnotherapy, you know you know all the, all, all the rules about it and how it works. And then the live part wasn't live. I actually ended up doing it as a recording due to the fact that I literally had, I had emails from all over America, people just threatening to sue me if anything happens to them. And, and it, just, it just got to be say uh, to you at the time, with what you had on the website, there was not, nobody had a legal leg to stand on. And I, I still stand by that. And I know that if people go to socialtrance.com, links below the video and podcast uh to sign up for this sunday the 10th of may's event um, there's a similar disclaimer on there and this is happening live this time yeah it's 100 percent going to be live this time yeah 
Excellent, because I want to stress that when I share this around social media, I'm going to stress this is live. So basically, I did I did a little live event, a live anxiety event in Birmingham, uh, end of last year, uh, purely really to test the whole thing and to understand what what worked and what doesn't work. So 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 yeah, I mean it's hundred percent going to be live now. So um, yeah, it's going to be good. Be good. Now, this is happening this Sunday, the 10th of May, 2020. I stress that again. If people are listening to this in years to come, then I would say go to socialtrance.com or chrishoeshypnotherapy.co.uk. The links will be below and see what future events you've got coming up. Uh, but regards this Sunday, it's um, at 8.30 p.m. British summertime, UK time, which is equivalent up to 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon eastern american time and equivalent to 12 30 p.m pretty much the rest of america if you're anywhere else in the world um i will put a link for a world time clock converter below this so you can check it out uh but it's a good time of day so wherever you are in the world you're not gonna have to stay up mega late or get up mega early to participate what's it going to consist of this sunday so it's going to be um I thought we'd have a bit of fun because I believe hypnosis should be fun. So it's going to start with a brief introduction as, as to what it is and what it isn't. You know, as far as I'm concerned, hypnosis is a thing doesn't exist. You know, I can't put electrodes on somebody's head and measure how much hypnosis they're doing. You know, hypnosis is more of a, a thing. It's a, it's, it's a set of things we do together. You know, it starts with somebody relaxing in the chair normally. They close their eyes. You know, that's hypnosis. It's not, what I mean is it's not not a thing it's not something we can measure uh and then we'll have a we'll, we'll do a little a little bit on health and safety make sure you're not listening to this while driving your car yes. you know that. uh and then i'm gonna then uh, probably attempt to uh, see if we can stick some people's hands together um, i've told i've told other people who are getting involved to maybe you know if you're at home with your family and you've got somebody else who's got a camera you know film each other doing it it could be quite funny and then uh, share it online with the hashtag social trance yeah social trance online and then we'll find it um and uh also uh maybe see if we can get people to do sort of the more advanced suggestions of forgetting your name or you know, or, or not being out of count. We'll, we'll we'll see how we we'll see how we go. But the main bit at the front is is essentially for everybody. So I want everybody to get involved. I want Excellent. I want people to be able to get an experience. And then the second part of it is is a it's it's a hypnotherapy anxiety session, um, specifically based around um, you know the current situation, but also giving giving a few people some tools of how to deal with anxiety these are just things that i've used over the years that work very well um you know there's, there's a lot of ways of of giving suggestions for, for for dealing with anxiety but these are just my favorites and and i hope everybody else can get something out of it and also you know if any other therapists want to want to borrow any of it and make use of it that's 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 fine by me you know i just want people to to start to use hypnotherapy you know, to make their lives better. You know, we've got a massive problem with mental health in the UK at the moment. We've got kids left, right and centre killing themselves because nobody's giving them any support, you know. And yet a simple thing like a bit of suggestion, you know, in a in a relaxed state, you know, is, is such an easy thing to do. Uh, and eventually when when we can start seeing clients again, you know, I've got, I've, I've, we need to keep pushing this as a, 
as, as a way of, you know, getting people to, you know, feel better about stuff. And, yeah, it's and sad that in England and America especially, and well, well, a lot of other places, that there isn't um, the attention that could be paid to help teach kids as they're growing up these kind of tools to use for themselves. Because in some Scandinavian countries, they actually teach what we would call self-hypnosis um, in schools to the kids. But I mean, it's like, I mean, I mean, in in America, you'll have a stage hypnotist come along to your prom. You know? I know, I know. The idea of somebody, uh, a hypnotist going to school in the UK just is is not even not even on the table. It, it yeah. would never happen because people are just too too scared of it there. You know, it's um, it's, it's a shame really because obviously it is it is a lot of fun. You know. So, um, people need to go in advance, do they, to socialtrance.com. They can't just up on there. They've got to go and register, haven't they, for this event? Go and register for the event. Uh, keep an eye on the social media in case anything changes. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I might have a few special guests, a few celebs that I'm trying to trying to convince them to come on and talk about their own anxiety problems so we we may, we may have a few people coming on as well as part of it so so the platform may change just just keep an eye on it at the end of the day you know everybody who registers on the site you register with an email address uh i'm certainly not collecting emails to spam the spam spam you to death but that's, that's not the case uh the email is purely so that i can just let everybody know exactly where where to go how to log on um you know and also um you know make make sure it's uh, it's a good event excellent so if everybody listening to this podcast uh or watching this video which will go live today the 5th of may 2020 because i'm going to rush this through to get it up and out if you could do us the massive favor of sharing this audio podcast or sharing this uh video um and when you click share to share it you will automatically be sharing the hashtag social trance because that will already have been typed there but if you could put that in as well into your bit and tell people to go to socialtrance.com so they can find out more about this event then it will help spread the word to hopefully help potentially millions of people around the world this sunday the 10th of may 2020 to have a bit of fun, which laughter in, is one of the best medicines anyway, produces feel-good chemicals in the body. And let's face it, people are getting all stressed and fed up because we're all on lockdown. So there's the enjoyment factor, but also the fact Chris is going to help teach you and guide you through various techniques to help you deal with anxiety, which in itself, as a knock-on effect, helps you deal with stress and worry and fear because they kind of all kind of embroidered together those things don't they chris yeah they do yeah it's yeah. definitely so um if you you know what would your message be to bring this to an end so that we can get i can go and get this message out there um obviously people socialtrans.com the links go there. to socialtrans register Show your support for hypnotherapy in general, um, you know, and and spread it. Let's let's get let's get people talking about hypnotherapy. 
therapy. It's been proven, like it was 10 years ago, that if everybody starts talking about hypnotherapy, people start looking at it as a way of getting, you know, things sorted. I mean, I've, I, I am doing some hypnotherapy at the moment, but I'm doing it for a microphone, um, and, and I just, just do it through the net. And there's no reason why, you know, we, we can't help people, you know, now. Um, you know, the, the technology is there. You know, all you need is a microphone. And, um, yeah, you know, let's get people talking about hypnotherapy. You know, that's the more people talk about it, the more people will start to eventually accept it as, as you know, a, a really good way of, of dealing with issues. Um, you know, but the strange thing is, is most people, most people will have a story about somebody they know who went to see a hypnotist and stopped smoking and just stopped smoking, you know. Um, so, you know, it's it's not as as commercially acceptable as as I would like it to be. But I think we're, you know, we're certainly on the way. And and, and the more we educate and the more demonstrations we do and, and the more we get people to talk about it, the better it's going to be for the whole industry. And for hypnotherapists watching or listening to this, I can honestly say, Chris, not only is he a top nice guy, but he's incredibly skilled at what he does. So have no fear whatsoever about sharing this. What I'm saying is I'm encouraging you to share this on your walls so your potential clients could end up registering for this Sunday. That is not too many people operate from a position of fear. That is actually not going to lose your clients. Even if they sign up for this Sunday, take part in social trance and a deal and feel as a, a percentage of people will that their anxiety issues are dealt with positively and permanently. And a percentage of people will feel it to that level. Another percentage will just think that it's helped them immensely and then go and seek out a therapist for a bit further help. But it will not lose your clients because they will feel a sense of gratitude towards you for having pointed them in the right direction that in the future, if they've got something else they want to deal with, they'll think of you first because you help them by pointing them in the direction of socialtrance.com for the event this Sunday, the 10th of May. I'll leave the final word to my guest this week, Mr. Chris Hughes. Just just register for social trance. Let's let's just let's let's see if we can just, you know, reach as many people as we can and and if if we can get a few success stories out of it, the better. Excellent. Hashtag social trance, your videos, your comments, your successes. Thank you, Chris. Bye for now.